and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. We talked tattoos on the show today. Uh, welcome to the podcast, by the way. Hello. Um, Matt and Julia. Yes. If you were both, and I, I, you're both tattoo-less. Yes, Nicholas. As am I. Mm-hmm. Um, what would, if you had to get a tattoo, like, trying to think, of, I know, Jules, you're very anti the whole process, but if you I had to get a design. I'm, like, visibly uncomfortable right well, now. Well, what, what would the design be if you absolutely had to get one? Because I'm going to, like. Invisible ink. So you'd go through the suffering without any benefit. Yeah, yeah, because I don't know if I want to commit to something for that long. Yeah, well, that's why you get it somewhere that's hidden. Oh, okay. Like so, on your butt. I mean, I shop. My people, my butt's been seen by many people. But uh, I mean, maybe if you're a bit more uh, conservative with your butt, potentially. I potentially. Think that, I think you want to go for an angle that's rarely seen, which I think you know, like bottom of the foot. Oh yeah, that works because apparently that um that brushes off quite easily too. What do you, <laughs> brushes off? Yeah, yeah. I know someone that got a foot tattoo and then it disappeared after a couple of months. I guess, yeah, the skin is getting replaced pretty quick. Yes, shedding. Oh, well, that's the thing. Do you want to, I don't know if you would want that then. Well, because I didn't it goes, want a tattoo in the first place. Well, now you're forcing me to get a tattoo. No one's going to force you to get, t- <laughs> I hate that as a, t- as a, as a show bit. There's so many shows in this country that radio yep. that's just like, we got to get a tattoo for the show. I'm like, oh man. Damn it. That's yeah, kind of funny, but like. I think it's hilarious for Jules' reaction. You couldn't see it, but she was actively squirming at the concept of a tattoo. Like, like it's almost like phobia level. I'm not having a good time. Is it? Is that a tattoo thing or is it a needle thing? No, I'm fine with needles. I think it's tattoos. Right. So, <laughs> well, tests what? good. Love them. Get them all the all time. Day. <laughs> it's actually a, a hobby <laughs> of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing on on a Friday, sure. Yeah. Uh, Matt, yes. what would you do? A tattoo. I've actually, I'm because I know who I am as a person. My ADHD-addled brain can't um, remember to do the right thing or stay uh, stuck on one simple idea. The amount of hobbies I've started and stopped, too many. Mm. Yeah. So tattoo is not a great idea. But I have decided that if I were to do it, I would get uh, seedlings, like tree seedlings. Oh yeah. Uh, on Plant my hands. Guy. Yeah. So like uh, I would probably go like there's the um, a tree in Tasmania, which is the tallest uh, flowering tree in the world. Um, wow. So like. A seedling of that um, nice. that particular species would be neat because, you know, from small things, great things come. That's wow. cool. And then you can add on to it later if you wanted to. Yeah, like draw like a f- banana or something on the tree. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is it a, does it produce bananas? Is it a banana tree? No, it is a eucalypt. So, uh, so, yeah. so ban- bananas <laughs> would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, you've got to take some creative liberties with those sorts of things. Mm. I like that as a tattoo. That, I think that's mm. good for you. I think we should get it right now for the show. Oh, no, but just, for the, just, for, flipped. <laughs> just, just for the podcast. Oh, well, for the podcast. Okay, well, that's fine. Uh, also on the show today. Hang on, hang on. What, what would you get? Um... Have I told you about the the swastika tattoo story? No, not that I don't have one. But can I tell you but about you're considering that? One. Just because it popped up, because I don't think I'd ever get one. And but unless it was a joke, and I met a girl once that told me about the joke one. I've I've told you this one, Matt. Yeah, I recall this story being quite hectic. Yeah. So this was many many moons ago um, with an old co-host. We were emceeing a uh, Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. little drinking festival up in Queensland before yes. I moved down back to Victoria. And we were in between the MCing and all the events and all the stuff that was going on. We were sort of sat at one end of the table mm. and there's these two girls sitting next to us and they were nice girls. Can't remember their names, but really like nice girls. They were good, good for a chat. We were speaking to them throughout the afternoon and into the evening mm-hmm. and the evening comes around and they're like, oh, the, the October event, October fest. Yep. The October fest event was wrapping up and they're like, Hey, we're going to this club. Do you want to come? And the co-host or. I mean, Hato, you know who Hato is, both mm-hmm. do. He's like, no, not for me. Um, and I guess he was 
we had different motives. He was like, I'm tired. Sure. And I was single. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come. They're both incredibly attractive. It was like very bizarre, but mm-hmm, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went out and we're at, we're at some like uh, my place. Mm, a classy, elegant joint. The I one, think they, uh, the oh, one, that's the venue name. Yeah, the yeah, one fun. club in Gladstone. Yep, pretty gross. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a strippers upstairs from that one, right? Yeah, right. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. No, <laughs> for sure. Um, and we're dancing. We're on the D floor. Um, me and these two girls and a bunch of other people that we've just like met throughout the night. Yeah, uh, pretty fun night. It was so fast, so good. And um, she, <laughs> it's it's really awful. It's really awful. Earlier in the evening, she joked about how when she went backpacking, she had gotten a swastika tattooed to her butt. And we're like, oh, that's funny. As we're dancing on the D floor, she drops down, springs back up, and she was wearing the, what's the, the German, the lederhosen, the, like the little dress. Oh, yeah. Pantyhose? No, no, but like, yeah, the, the, the German. The dirndl? Yeah, like the, the whatever chicks wear at the Oktoberfest oh, outfit. Sure. Yep. I find that to be so attractive. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was wearing one of those and I guess was wearing just like a G-string underneath under, uh-huh. under the dress. As so she, you saw things. As she drops down and flicks back up, she intentionally flicks the dress up and you can see the full butt. And there was a swastika. Oh, legit. She was a young, blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman Oof. who'd gotten a swastika tattoo as a joke. Oh my, as a joke. And I thought, geez. Huh? Nick, it's late at night, he's single and he's horny, but does he want to, is, is, this, that line. is this technically a hate crime if yeah. I endorse this? And I pieced on out of it, realizing pretty quickly that this was a different crowd than I was expecting. Yeah. Thanks, Queensland. Um, so, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? Someone's got to have them. True. I, I guess. <laughs> no, that's not. You can go with that. But, Trick uh, jewels. She said yes. Uh, She's, she hates them. Um, I, I just, oh, if I got one, I like... Uh, what would I get? I like the idea of wings, but I also think like it's like, like if I got some wings across my back. Yeah, yep. no, that's Fly super away. neat. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I like the idea of flying. I think that'd be yeah, that'd be kind that'd of that'd cool. be a lot of work. Yeah, a lot I mean, of hours. I, my thinking is like, you know, if you go if you go hard, go, go hard or go home mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the tattoo front. Uh, also today on the podcast, we received some presents in the mail. Yeah, oh, from our favorite TV show, Married oh, at First wait, Sight. Hang on, let me get them. Let me get them. Oh, I took them back out. Um, because uh, you two are too distracted by it. But yeah, it included a fun little Kama Sutra kit. And bubble wrap. Yeah. The <laughs> one thing, Jules is like, oh, she's like, oh, can I have that? I'm like, oh, do you want the, the sexy feather duster? She's like, no, the bubble wrap, please. <laughs> you go between <laughs> uh, between being a mum and this toddler state. Child, yes. If there's bubbles too, you know, the ones that you get from the detergent, I'm also distracted. It happened on an OB. It was bad. I, at least we'll know what to do to keep you quiet for a minute. <laughs> I'll get another no, swipe of it. Like, Ooh, sh- shiny objects, <laughs> yeah, wow. like a magpie. <laughs> Not good. Well, you are collecting rubbish to make, which I assume is going to the nest that you're building at home. <laughs> no, I'm just packing things up. Stupidly uh, got rid of uh, bubble wrap. That's so that'll be handy. Uh, weird job interviews. This was mm. great, Matt. Yeah, we had some fantastic people coming through. I can't believe someone was there to do, do some posing and ended up getting uh, offered a seat at the table or at least a a pillow in the bed. Yes, that's great. That was, uh, I want to say that is a man that was Richard. Richard from right. Corowa. Yeah, that, that was him. him. Nailed uh, it. Oh my goodness. That, what an absolute. What Bo- bold, I think, to, if you, because I wouldn't be against doing like the life modeling. Like, you know, if people want to draw my body and I can get paid for it, whatever goes mm. Oh, yeah, yep. Um, but then, you know, rocking up and it's just the two people. I think you need a greater ratio of drawers to drawee. 
Mm. Right. What At is what the, point, what, yeah, where's the line though? Mm. Like, is it three or is that two? Yeah, I think it is. Three is okay. Like if it was a small group, but then two is definitely where would, we're I here for say, tomfoolery. For me, it's, for me, there need to be a minimum of six people sketching me. Right. Is there a maximum? Is there a <laughs> no? I actually, I, I actually, much like Pink, bring her stadium tour. I will be, tour, I'll be taking this around Brisbane, Perth. I'll take it to the MCG, of course. We're selling out. Harry Styles' new opening act. Just you <laughs> and your jocks and on a stool. Harry comes out with a sketchbook and goes, "Oh yeah, that's good in it." I Nick. mean, frankly, Harry fans would froth at that. That sounds like they'd be super into it. That'd be a pretty fun little little. Act. Um, a little bit. For both of you, what's the min? What's the max? To ever consider it. And is there a price value? Like, I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what that sort of oh, stuff what, pays. What are they oh, paying? I can't afford a to pay A million them. dollars. No, no, you're not paying. You're the pay, you're getting paid in this scenario. Oh no, I would assume <laughs> I'd have to pay to pose. Like, no. if I'm going to go into an art class, they're like, oh, oh so you're you'll yes, <laughs> you're worried you're going to scar some people. So yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> I imagine there would be lawsuits, yeah. class actions. But... Just get all the fruit, you know. When <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in the right bit. That's what they do Just in the classes, me right? Perched Surely. behind a couple of watermelons, doing yeah. my best. Oh, very generous, man. <laughs> watermelons, all right. Well, uh, what about well, you? What was, uh, uh, what's your me? Probably what's your like price? A kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, <laughs> no, that's the answer we wanted, not, not, so thank not, you. Not traditionally uh, seen as one of those fruits when people think of like the, you know, you do the classic portrait, which is, I think, you know, it's the grapes, it's the bananas. Yeah, you're still life. Yeah. Yeah. You mm. don't think of the kiwi, which I think has been left out and that's discrimination. Poor kiwi. Yeah. Kiwi with more vitamin C than three oranges. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. How many Thanks. kiwi? One kiwi. A singular kiwi. I'm going to buy a kiwi today. Yeah. Mm. They're a cool plant sidebar. You've got a plant, a male and female, uh, because mm. they are... Uh, have different vibes like that. It's wow. neat. Mm. And then those kiwis, the male and the female kiwi, also looking for a third <laughs> propagation. Yeah. And then you can Would you draw like to that. Come? Yeah. Ah, uh, well, you know, I can only we can only dream of being the third guys. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> something to aspire to. You're mm. right. Very nice. Um, we also have on the show today. Ba, 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 using maths to find love. Oh yes. So yeah. if you feel depressed after Valentine's Day. Use these stats. Use them in your favor to find someone. Well, or maybe not. More in the break, but uh, 37% of people you need to reject. Yes. Which means that you're marrying 60... Th- I'm reading into this heavily. But mm. Marrying 63% of people you date. Marrying 63%? <laughs> you have extrapolated incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, British-based mathematician would be not stoked. Not uh, there was lots of X's and Y's in algebra, and he seemed to have his workings out. But, well, I did some quick maths, and if you like, had a dating pool of like 50, that's yep. like 18 people or something you've got to date before you even meet the person that you're supposed to be with. Well, yes. no, I, I is that what it, it reads as? You reject the first 37%, or is yeah. it just you end yeah. up rejecting 37%? No, I feel like... They were That's like, just until you get so jack of it, <laughs> that you're willing to you're take willing to anything. Settle. Whatever's if next. If you start at 18, by the time you get to 37, out of a pool of, okay, so 50. So, yeah, shit. That's a lot of people. How hey? many people do you mm. think you've each dated in your life? Like, I'm talking, I'm talk- I'm like. Singular if, dates? S- even single dates. Individuals. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Come back 20, to 30, 50? Yeah. Like for the single dates and stuff, single, yeah. which can, oh. in my mind, also include how um, dates at their houses. Yeah, um, I'm with you there. Yeah. Mm. Um, all pocket jewels. Come on, I think forty. You reckon you've been? 40? Da- you reckon you've dated forty Maybe people? More? I don't know. No, probably more. <laughs> no, I don't know. Least... I've been single a while, guys. 
And then, you know, you, you take those dates where you go, oh, I don't know why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. You're like, when can I leave? Yeah. It happens. Are we talk- I, wish, I wish we could talk more dating on the show because I feel like it's just, it's this area that's just ripe with all this weird, weird stuff that's happened. Oh, it's mayhem out there. Car- absolute carnage, mm-hmm. which I'm now at the forefront of. Mm. I don't miss that about being single. You, can you imagine right now the people that were, you know, maybe got into a relationship when they were, like they were in, with their high school boyfriend or yes, girlfriend. Yes, sweethearts. And they were together for X amount of years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they've now come out and now it is like the apps and stuff. They've never experienced that. Like yeah, how would you well. know? Yeah. And they're going, oh, it's so cute. Can I swipe for you? And like, shut up. This is my misery. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now they get to bitter. experience it. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, no, it, it, it's a fun novelty when That's you're in the relationship. Do it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I don't do it to people because I've been on the other side. I saw a um a podcast or a snippet of like a video or something online on Instagram where, and I don't fully disagree with this, but it was like in the dating world, people, medium ugly or medium attractive people, whichever, you know, half empty, half full as you mm-hmm. come, um, they ha- tend to have better relationships than people either side of the spectrum mm. because the like the super sexy people, they're like, they find another super sexy person and then they're like, hey, we're obviously, you know, we're meant to be together because we yes. both got it going on. But yeah. then it's just purely based on uh, looks. Yeah. And or money. To, mm. Yeah. And that's what those apps are designed for. But maybe not. For the averages. Is Does money play into dating apps or is it purely looks? Oh, not on regular ones. What is it? What's that dating app where it's uh, for the rich and the famous? Is it Ray, Ray or something? Raya? Raya. Yep. Yeah. So I mentioned that you've got to provide uh, <laughs> your yeah. tax returns for, but. <laughs> Generally, it's not until you meet people, but I think you can take uh, a glist, a, like a, get an idea of their uh, financial status from photos and that sort of thing. Well, I think also attractive people tend to be more wealthy, or, well, that's true. or maybe wealthy mm. people tend to be more attractive. Yeah, until you get into certain wealthy areas, wealthy people tend to be more attractive because they have the money to spend on certain things. Yes, but then you've got yes. like your yeah, Clive Palmer's and Gina Reinhart's, and you're like, yes, oh, who outliers. are hot as? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the sexiest people that we have out there mm. on the market. Mm. Um, well, that's good to know. So that's why. Do you want to get on Raya? Uh, well, it was for rich and famous, thing. though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, we understand the backhand of that. We, under- <laughs> we understand. We're powering through. Um, no, I don't think so. Just because I, I mean, I, I had Tinder for like two weeks at the start of the year, mm-hmm. and it had enough. And I was like, this is actually why it's the worst. I hated it. Mm-hmm. It sucked fully. Like it's you know. I, I mean, I, I talked about it here with you two. We didn't talk about it on air, but like there would be people where you match with or you have like you exchange a couple of messages and it's the most common thing on the dating platforms where it's like, yeah, a couple of messages get exchanged. Yeah. You're you repeating real- yourself the same shit over and over. That's tiring. But you also realize very quickly, very quickly, if you're going to have any form of a conversation with this person that is enjoyable. Mm. And then like, I'm guilty of it. Everyone's guilty of it. You fade on some people. Yep. But then I got several messages where people were like, hey, you ever going to message me back? Mm. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Nally. What are yeah. you doing? Nelly yeah. was one of them. Nelly Furtado, oh. wow. I'm like a bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly, uh, Natalie was also another. Yeah. Just uh, the ends. I'm looking for something that's sort of, you know, Risa, we can save N&N. money on the... Yeah, yeah. N N. Uh, the embroidered gowns. That and much more coming up on the podcast. Matthew, thank you for your time. My pleasure. Julia, thank you for your time. Thank you, Nicholas. Nicholas, thank you for your time. <laughs> thank you very much. Bye-bye. Uh, good stuff as always, everyone. <laughs> this is great banter. It really is. And we have received a Valentine's Day present. Oh, that's very thoughtful. Belated, mind you. We got it this morning. That's okay. We'll still accept gifts. Yeah, from Married at First Sight. What? So I, guess, I guess Channel 10. Is it cha- it's a channel, channel, 9. channel 9? Channel 9. Channel 9 and Mate. 9 now. Come on, Nick. Get with You're it. You're watching it. You're the one that's, you know, 
letting us in on it when we do talk what about have, it. What have Married at First Sight given us? Uh, garbage, to be quite honest with you, Jules. <laughs> on the show, but yeah, like what in the package? Well, in the package we've received sort of to celebrate Intimacy Week, apparently. Oh. Um, so we've received some intimate, some sensual items. Oh, like on the show they gave them all, yeah, some fun toys. So we've got a... We haven't received that many fun toys. We've received some knickknacks. We've got a... Uh, a blindfold, oh, which is yes. made of vegan leather. Thoughtful. Which is fun. Environmentally conscious. Boxed, that feels dirty. I'm not really super stoked to have is that Is it opened on. already? Well, it's uh, it's not sealed properly, so okay. there is the potential that that was a pr- used prop. We've oh. got a little fun little feather duster. Oh, that's fun. Well, it's not. It feels gross. <laughs> um, have a, you have a look at that, Jules. Oh, thanks. Throw that across to you. Um, that's like a little broomstick you could use in Harry Potter. That actually might be handy for keeping the studio clean. I don't know. I don't actually know what that gets used for in the bedroom other than just sort of a it bit of a... It works on my keyboard. That's good. That's what we're calling it now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Works on Jules' keyboard. All right. Um, very kindly, we received a... 30% off discount coupon code for Wild Secrets. This isn't sponsored. I've, I'm assuming now it's it a is. sex shop. Yep. So if you want to buy a personal massager, also for the studio. <laughs> yep. What else we got? Um, but my personal favorite, we received a year of Kama Sutra, which is a little like pocketbook with, I'm assuming, 365. Oh, pictures. Th- uh, no real pictures. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of just more, more sort of DIY how to do. A bunch of different things in the bedroom. Yeah, an instruction um, manual. I'd love to read some of them out to you, Jules. Obviously, oh, is this appropriate? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just scrolling through, trying to find out like, oh, which hey, one of these. It looks do like you... it's in different languages. Yeah. Well, there's some that like sexually arousing massage. That's nothing crazy. Sure. Sensual shivers. Yeah, I can. Um, here's one that I can't. Uh, say in English, but yeah, you're right. It does give us four language options. We've got English, French, Spanish, and Dutch. Sure. Uh, which would you prefer, Jules? Uh, which one are you most comfortable with, apart from English? I probably could do Spanish. Okay. Um, give us your best Spanish. This one, this is a, this one was celebrated if you were doing it. This would have been the 3rd of January. Right. So it's in the past. But oh, you can it's like a, a calendar show. Can't catch up. So this is for anyone who's looking for some tips at home or on the way to work, I in, guess. In Spanish, of course. Uh, Seccione de clitoris. <laughs> Producer Matt going, let's keep... I think that's enough. Do you reckon that's a no? Uh, it's, uh, it's quite excellente by the sounds of the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, maybe we don't talk about that one. I don't think maybe, so. Maybe we throw these in the bin and we just pretend that Merit at First Sight's done for the day. Cast your, your mind all the way back to September. Long time ago. Yeah, we were different people back then. We, we were, truly. Before this show even began, uh, there was a man uh, who was wanted by the Murray River Police... They were hoping for assistance to track him down. And I honestly think, along with the rest of the world, that this is the most easily identifiable criminal. Uh, He looks like a toddler has unleashed on his face with permanent marker. (laughs) His name is James Allen Sutton. Um, Are we allowed to say his name? Is that that fine? I believe so. (laughs) Okay, so he's been caught. He has been found. Yeah. Um, he was on the run for a long time, on the run while on bail back in September. He's got blue ink all over his face with tattoos, and he's got the word beast written on his forehead. That is... Uh, imagine how bad your life must be going to feel the need to... 
the fa- the pain of the face tattoos. Well, people, I get some people will get face tattoos good on, but like that, really? like that level of face tattoo. We'll put a picture of it up at uh, Nick and Jules on Instagram. Find the page there. We'll put it in the stories. Yes, but um, he has been, you know, taunting police over the time, posting photos with him half covering his face with a hoodie. Uh, <laughs> you can still see the word beast. Say you'll never catch me. But now, never fear, he's been found. He's been sentenced in Deneliquin Court yesterday. He was charged with a shopping list of items, common assault, destruction of property, three counts oh, of wow. driving, will disqualified, and also now not rocking up, um, failing to rock up in front of court. But Did, Was anyone shocked when he didn't rock up? He was on the run for months. <laughs> Did that, what, was anyone actually surprised when the beast didn't yeah. show up to his court appearance? I don't know. It was impressive. Now, he's only going to be facing 18 months for all of his seven charges, as well as a few community programs. Wow. Um, but, yeah. I don't want him in any community program. No, he's not going to him. In. I don't want him helping out at, like, an old folks' home or, no. you know, a soup kitchen. But I, don't, I don't know what the community programs actually are, but... True. Well, getting into a few different things, I imagine. Don't think he'll blend in easily, but also don't think he'd do too well in season two of Hunted. No, I, I can't imagine that's like the most nondescript way of doing it. That being said, mm. if he starts the trend and everyone starts getting this exact same tattoo... True! Easy to blend in. And Jules, I have. I was staying inside yesterday afternoon. It was quite hot for soccer training. I was getting myself amped up. I was watching some highlights of Manchester United, my soccer team. They played against Leeds recently, and I was mm. getting the pop-up ads as I was watching videos for a movie that's hitting cinemas across the world right now, and I went and I watched it. I watched the trailer and I thought, this is absolutely insane. This movie has been made and is getting this much popularity. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. Hey, Henry, check it out. Something got into it. Let's see what kind of effect that has on The bear, it f***ing did cocaine. Cocaine. Cocaine Bear in cinemas what? soon, yes. That's the actual name of the film. It's just called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Cocaine okay, Bear. Okay, is this a true story? Yeah, it's based on a true story. It happened in 1985 over in America. And I thought, and the movie's like, it goes on a rampage because obviously this bear's coked up. I think we've all seen someone under the influence of drugs before and go, okay, they're obviously not behaving uh, terribly. Like themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that bear wasn't behaving like itself. Nope. As we've seen in the cartoons, they like to look at pots of honey. Yes, they do. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh, that documentary series. Jeez, famously. Of yes. And I was just like, I was watching this trailer and it looks like, it, it looks, it's one of those movies that's going to be probably like, so bad it's good situations. Bad. So you reckon it's going to rate well? No, not at the movies. I don't think anyone's going to pay to see it, <laughs> but I think people will, you know, see it. I feel like it pops up on Netflix. But it was so frustrating to watch this trailer, Jules, because I have friends who work in, like, Australian film and TV industry. Yeah. And they have these such incredible original ideas. Yes. And they want to get these things, they want to get these movies and shows made. Yes. And they can't. And then, <laughs> then you and, see this atrocity. And then you see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> and it seems to be going okay for them. And it's tr- it's, it's it's baffling. Uh, and then I was like, oh, well, maybe the story is actually that incredible. But I went back and had a look. It happened in 1985. So, okay, old know, news, right. A long time ago, well over 30 years ago now. And the story is just a bear... It truly, it did find cocaine. It found a bunch of cocaine that some drug smugglers had lost in the woods. Sure. And it ate 34 kilos of cocaine and just died. Wow, okay. Way to ruin the story, Nick. That's the true story. That's not what happens in the movie. The movie's way more violent than that. Oh, jeez. That's what I'm saying. The true story is way... It's so dumb and sad. But they've really extrapolated here. Yeah, they're just like, well, what if a bear did do cocaine? Well, here we go. <laughs> but I hope, at the very least, that 
if they're going to like make a garbage movie like this, that I th- hope they do make it into like the Marvel. You know how Marvel's got all the movies. Oh, like, the spin-offs, the other characters, Iron Man, yes. Captain America. I want to see other animals because you know maybe animals on drugs is popular. Maybe Karen yeah. the uh, bear keeper. There's a story for her. Maybe, What's her origin story? Maybe we see weed goat. Maybe. Maybe we see meth rat, which. I've, if, you've, if you've been to the TAB in the early afternoons, you've probably seen Meth Rat before. Nick, uh, you happened to drop a bit of a bombshell early in the week. I used to work at an optometry a few years back. I told them that I had to go get a colonoscopy. But in, in reality, it was so that I could go, because I had an audition to become Batman at Movie World on the Gold Coast. Liberal use of the word bombshell, but yeah, I was nearly Batman. I had an audition. So to, cool. The audition, the, the role of a lifetime. A weird, weird job. A weird job. job. interview. Yeah. Uh, in the job interview, I was uh, asked to do a monologue. They're like, okay, can you learn this like little little speech and do it in your Batman voice? And yep. I did it in the Christian Bale Batman. I'm Batman. Mm. It was like really deep and high. Impressive. I'm, you know, in Gotham City here today. And then I did it like that and they said, hey, we actually don't do the Christian Bale voice because uh, it scares kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you hurt your voice for no reason. Yeah, I pretty much lost my voice right after that interview. Um, they also m- measured every every aspect of my body. Wow. Because they wanted to make sure that I fit the suit. Because the they, physique. The, bas- the Batman suit is very specific. And I guess the, the Hollywood, like the, the movie world one probably costs a lot of money. So right. it's like, well, we're not, we're gonna, we're not going to get a new suit for you. Sure. So you, you must fit into the exactly. suit. Exactly. And uh, when I'm talking everything, I'm talking even bits where you'd think, oh, should you be measuring that? I didn't really need the measurement. Put, I didn't need the tape put there, guys. We don't need to do that. But well, yeah, I think that takes the cake for weirdest job interview. But job interviews can be strange because they ask you, maybe they ask you inappropriate questions, questions mm. you're not prepared for. 131060, that is the number to call us if you have a story. Did you have a weird job interview? <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Our producer, Matt, said this is a good one. Uh, Richard, you've had a, a bit of a weird job interview, have you? I have, and it's another Gold Coast one, so they seem to just uh, breed them up there. Mm, it's a different, um, different species, yes. Yeah, I, um, I w- answered a, an ad in the, in the paper. It was to audition for a uh, male art model. Okay. Okay. And I turned up to a very large, fancy house, and there was a husband and wife uh, there, and I uh, went in, and they said, sit here, and started sketching me. And after a little while, they started sort of making little comments about how Sometimes their models wanted to, um, yeah, oh. be more, be more with them. Oh, okay. And, um, and we, I, I didn't um, buy it. We I, I didn't at this answer. Point? Yes, yes, okay, and I had right, clothes right. on. So, and uh, so I didn't say anything. I just sort of sat there as still as possible. And after a while, they sort of, okay, no, we're good here. Um, and they sort of walked me to the door. A couple more comments were made, and I said, uh, nice meeting you, and I got the, got out of there. Interviewing for a uh, an extra an extra an friend. An extra member, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a movie star. I could have been a movie star. Yeah, I'm sure that's wow. the wrong kind of movie. Richard, I'm sure that's... How <laughs> yeah, did we well, misinterpret this? <laughs> um, did, how old were you at the time, Richard? I was in my early 20s. Did... Part of you go, oh, maybe, or were you sort of like, no, this is really not up my alley? If they weren't, um, I think, threes and fours, I might have thought. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, look, that is, that's completely fair, Richard. When you're put in that situation, I think you hold all the power and you've made the right call there. Uh, appreciate the call. Let's keep them coming right now. 131060, let us know if you've had a weird job interview like Richard. 
One where things haven't quite gone according to plan. Yes. Something strange has happened. A weird question, maybe. Oh, yeah. Let's go over to Luke from Bendigo. Luke, mate, have you had a weird job interview? Yeah, so the, it's actually the position that I'm in currently. Okay. I um, rocked up to the interview wearing pink shorts and an ACDC T-shirt because uh, I went to put on the business suit after a couple of years of not wearing it and I expanded a little bit and couldn't fit into it. Right. Did um, they give a dress code for this interview? I, it, it, there was no dress code, but I think it was, um, it's a, it's a fairly respected company around town. Um, yeah. So you don't have to Luke, say the exact I'm, company, Luke, but can you tell us what line of work it is? Uh, so in, uh, new car sales or new truck sales. Okay. That's an interesting look to walk so, up to. Um, but you obviously got the job, so it went well by the sounds of things. Yeah. So I'd, I'd actually, well, I, I went there for a totally different position, a sort of behind behind the scenes position and they ended up putting me up front and yeah. talking to the clients. So. Well, they, they obviously liked your look. Luke, appreciate the call, <laughs> yeah. mate. No dramas. Hey, we love hearing you for, throughout the show. So feel free to keep those calls coming in 13, 10, 60 about your weird job interviews. Those stories, great. We've got oh more gosh. we can't get to. We might have to run this one back. Yesterday, it was the day of love. Valentine's Day. For some. For some. Those, though, that might not be quite there yet. Maybe you're still in the dating game. Maybe you're swiping around. Maybe you're trying the old school method of meeting people in person. Whatever it may be, maybe you're feeling a little bit down in the dumps. Well, I have some resources, some stats, a mathematician on your side. Oh, great. <laughs> Just what we needed. The a sexiest profession helping us find love. Oh, a doctor over in the UK. He believes he has found the formula to finding love. It's a big call. But he has done the calculus, the probability, the, the form, the, lots of fancy charts. I don't want to hear anything from this dude unless he has, unless he's like the Hugh Hefner of love. <laughs> I'm glad. Why, why are we trusting this mathematician who's living in a basement in the UK? I mean, I don't know for a fact he's in the basement. I just am assuming. He seems very sure of himself and the formula he's come up with that's foolproof. And I'm glad someone has sort of uh, made it more. S- Understandable. Yeah, well, love is an exact science. Yes. So and so good. he says that how to find the success for your love is you must date and reject the first 37% of your group of suitors. So go on dates with them and then don't see them again. So, so you've got a trial base. So effectively 37% of people mm. are only getting the first date. Yep. They're not getting past level one. Yep. Step two, you need to then pick the most attractive suitor from the remainder of people that you haven't yet dated and ditched. I mean, it's optimistic, isn't it, that they're, <laughs> they're hanging around, but all right, sure. And then he says they are statistically most likely to be the one, that person that you meet after you've d- ditched the 37% of your suitors. He also recommends that the optimum time to meet someone and settle down is at the age 26 and one month. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a, I don't think... It's not great news, is it? It's not great news for those that are over that age. and It's not great for those that aren't ready to settle down. But uh, I don't think it takes into consideration this formula, this massive numbers crunching, any timing. Because who's to say that you'll have a whole pool of people that you can choose from at one time? You don't know what's going to be around the corner, do you? I've no idea, which is why I'm perpetually single. Yes, are these people... At the, the moment, da- anyway. Are the dates available? No one knows. But funnily enough, um, no also one has revealed optimistic. this guy's relationship status at all. 
Well, I think he's I think he's been firmly just by the sounds of things, it sounds like he's been firmly falling in that first thirty seven percent for the majority of his life. I believe so. That was the Nick and Jules podcast. 